welcome to the Lunar Social Podcast, a space where we dive into all things building a boss bitch empire in my 20s, my journey to confidence, why I believe it's a massive part of marketing your business online and casting light into my world of spirituality and energetics. I'm your host, Siobhan Antonyansky. Welcome back to another episode of the Lunar Social Podcast. I have with me today a very special guest, a previous client and now turned close friend of mine, the incredible Anna Lane. She is a business and mindset coach and mentor. And yeah, do you want to tell people what you do, a little bit about you, your story, how you kind of came about creating this amazing business that you've built for yourself? I would love to. Thank you so much for having me on here. It is such a pleasure. I think we've been talking about this for months. For a little while, yeah. (laughs) Having just offline podcast conversations. So here we are actually recording one. Um, But yeah, my amazing business. So I am, as Siobhan mentioned, um, a business and mindset mentor. And I also do career coaching, which is probably where I started, to be honest. Um, I had a pretty abstract and phenomenal, if I can say, career journey um, from, you know, being like many people at school and having no idea what I wanted to do, to doing a couple of different degrees from a Bachelor of Arts um, at the University of Melbourne all the way through to a nursing degree and then a postgrad in finance and economics. <laughs> I'm a really She's mean- well-rounded. <laughs> I'm a mixed bag or maybe as my dad would say, a bit indecisive, but um, <laughs> what that what that really did sort of allow me to do was realise that I could do whatever the hell I wanted and my career sort of shows that I went from being hands-on clinical nurse to um, a medical device rep over in the UK and then moving into marketing and digital focused solutions in Europe um, and I worked in a Dutch speaking team which was pretty crazy for a while there and then so came cool. yeah then came back to Australia um, and entered the corporate world here and my business sort of came from a place to be honest it started really organically like people would just reach out to me friends or friends of friends and say like hey I've heard you've changed direction or you've been able to get into some pretty cool companies without having previous experience like would you just be able to talk to me about how you did that or would you be able to sort of help me this is what I'm looking to do and it sort of got to a point where um someone said to me like you should just do this for money yeah (laughs) No, I surely yeah. I I, I enjoy this too much. It's too much fun. I can't earn money having that much fun. (laughs) Which I'm sure we'll go into money mindset. Such a limiting belief. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I'm like everyone has it right. It's like oh, that's not hard work that makes Mm. me feel like I want to give up. So I couldn't possibly earn money doing it. So that was sort of how I, I fumbled into it, and then I guess. Last year, 2022 was really the growth phase for me where I decided to really kick it into gear and commit to it. And along with that came um, a hell of a lot of internal work, which I don't think you expect when you start a business. You just think like, oh, I'm going to put myself out on social media and clients are just going to come knocking on my door. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, sit down. you gotta, yeah. you got to sort through your own no, shit. No, no. You're going to hold yourself through something as, as big as, as building and growing and scaling your own business. So yeah. I guess that's sort of, um, yeah, my story up until today. Yeah. 
And I think that's probably why, I mean, I relate to you so much where you said, you know, you've, you've, you've got all these different like degrees and different bits and pieces and you've worked in so many different areas. Like I, for me personally, I don't know whether I've spoken into this on this podcast yet, but I changed degrees at uni four times. So (laughs) I only got one degree, (laughs) but I changed it four times. It took me four years to do that damn degree, um, which is so funny. But yeah, for me, I went from, I started in media and comms and then I switched to a degree of marketing, advertising and public relations. And then I switched back to media and comms. And then, shocker, I switched back to marketing, advertising and PR, um, which is the degree I ended up with, which I thought was, you know, I always thought, oh, my God, there's something wrong with me. Like, I just can't seem to pick you know, what I want to do. Yeah, the shame. And But the good thing was is that I didn't have, like I didn't have my parents behind me being like, you need to like do something like blah, blah, blah. Like my parents were always very supportive because, you know, all it really took for me was to come home in tears being like, this is, I'm miserable, this sucks. Mm -hmm. For my parents or usually my dad being like, it's okay, you don't have to do it. Like my dad's very soft in that Mm. way so it was like as soon as I started crying he was like I knew he's like I know something's wrong how do I make you stop crying okay (laughs) (laughs) it's just funny because as you were speaking then I was like both of these scenarios both because I had the parents that were like no finish the degree and that was very much coming from a loving place of you need to go out into the world and get a job because we're not going to financially support you for the rest of your but also they they want you to have a future, right? And yeah. and both of the things that the the different, I guess, parenting experiences that we've had in relation to that, it, they're coming from a place of they just love you so much and they yeah. just want you to be safe and happy. Like that's yeah. all they want. Like and, and the example there is like your dad just wants you to be happy. So he doesn't want yeah. you to do something that's that's not aligned to you. And then for me, it was my parents just want me to be safe. So they want mm. me, to, you know, they didn't come from a lot of money themselves. So yeah. they really know the importance of having a way to earn money and having that safety and security. And it, yeah, it's, it is just like, I feel like I want to go here. Um, yes. Because <laughs> it's something that comes up, you know, a lot with my clients, but not just my clients is this, um, we're so fucking young. Am I yeah. allowed to swear? Yeah. Yes, you can. It's an explicit podcast. <laughs> we are so fucking young when yeah. we are told we need to decide what we're going to do for the mm. rest of our lives. Yeah, you're literally in like year one or something where they're like, what do you want to be? Like, why the fuck are they asking that shit when you're like six years old? That's fucked. But like, even when you get to 18 and it's like pick a universe, go and commit like yeah. $40,000 of money that you don't have. You don't have. <laughs> which is that you're not sure of. And it's like, oh, and also you don't have any life experience because yeah. you've been at school for 13 years and before yeah. like, your brain couldn't even really comprehend what life was. Yeah. And it's just a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like it's so much pressure. And, and oh. you know, I get so, it's funny, I'm having like two things going on in my mind right now because yesterday we had a family Christmas um, mm. and my cousin, very intelligent kid, um, has seen a lot of the world just because his parents have sort of worked internationally and stuff. He's just, him and his girlfriend have just finished year 12 and they were sort of talking to me about the the degrees that they've chosen to do and what they're going into. And it was, you know, it was bringing up a lot of, of when I was at that stage. And what I said to them was like, look, it's awesome that you, you, you think you know what you want to do. But like my biggest piece of advice is like, 
just go out there and collect life experience and just live yeah live and collect evidence about whether what you have chosen is really what you desire to be doing and and don't beat yourself up over it if it's not you know like And that's exactly the conversation I have with clients when they come to me, you know, they're usually quite a bit older, maybe late 20s, early 30s, even some older than that. And they come to me just saying like, but uh, this is what I chose to do with my life. And I feel so guilty and I feel so full of shame that like I'm trying to change my mind. It's like, who says that you're not allowed to change your mind? And imagine if you just gave yourself permission to do that. Yeah. I know it's crazy as well because like I think back to my school experience was rough like (laughs) when I think back to my school experience like I it was rough in the sense that like I I mean I went to a great school I went to a private girls school like my parents really went all out with my education but the problem was is that at private schools, they drill into you to go to uni. So those of us that chose that didn't want to go to uni, and I actually had a friend at the time that was like, I actually don't want to, and I might even just go to TAFE later on and do something else. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. But like, in, even in my mind at the time, I was like, you're not going to get anywhere in life. Like, ugh. because I had drilled into me, like go to uni or else. And the problem was, is that I was a very going back to my schooling, I was a very anxious child. Like I was extreme. My anxiety was like next level. Like I couldn't even walk to my class without my friend walking. Like we were like, almost like, um, what is it called? Like trauma bonded (laughs) because we would walk each other to class. Yeah. Because we were so just riddled with anxiety all the time. And then, you know, yeah, when it came to like picking a degree, I just picked something. I was like, I'm going to pick something that makes a lot of money. And like, that was really my theory behind it was I want to make the most money because I came from a family that didn't have a lot, but I also was brought up in this kind of, um, which I now am realizing was a bit of a, like a limiting belief. My, my dad always believed to put happiness first. So because he has had a lot of bad things go wrong in his life like he lost both of his parents when he was really young and like you know had no family here then married my mum and her family doesn't like him and you know there's been there's like a lot of just um abandonment for him that he has always valued happiness first Mm -hmm. but the problem was is that when he chose happiness which was him choosing to create a business and work for himself um, it didn't quite work out the way that he wanted and he didn't quite get the life that he desired and, you know, didn't make the money that he wanted to make. And, you know, we kind of like lost a lot of money at one point and now we're still kind of building. But, you know, I think for me when I saw, oh, choose happiness means you're going to choose to be broke and poor and be struggling and be depressed and become an alcoholic and like all this thing. And I was like, I'm not going to choose happiness then because that sucks. But so, I think- I think, Siobhan, that's bigger than just your dad and your, and, you know, like we've had many conversations and um, we're in the vortex of the beautiful Holly Loxton who, you know, we could talk about that kind of generational link for for a long time and obviously that's played a huge part in in your belief system up until you challenge it. But I think Mm -hmm. it's bigger than just your 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 generational stuff that's going on there I do I do genuinely believe that 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 is society's messaging like successful people are 
people who work in corporate, they're lawyers, they're doctors, they're people that work 100 hours a week, they're people that don't see their family, they're people that don't have a happy life because they see too much misery or they see too much of the bad stuff, but they make a lot of money and they have a really nice house and they have a really nice car. And all these materialistic things. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think that, you know, certainly the online business world is really starting to challenge that vision and it's showing you that it is possible to have both people are making a lot of money and working three or four hours a day and it's like it's it's mind-blowing and I I think a lot of people you know if you're if you're not open to it or you haven't worked on yourself to kind of remove some of those limiting Mm -hmm. beliefs it would be really hard to swallow or you just couldn't fathom it I don't even think that as well if you if you have it like this is a general belief that I have if you haven't even done some level of work or you know if you've gone into starting a business and you don't have some form of mentor whether this is a business or a mindset mentor to actually kind of pull you up on those beliefs that you have and you know like money mindset and all those kind of things I genuinely don't believe that the business that you envision will actually come to pass because you have you like you like you said you've got this society thing that's just weighing you down and then if you've got extra stuff like generational trauma and all kinds of stuff like it's just it, it you might get there but it will take so fucking long and that's why I and always probably, say to people to just yeah. do the work like it's you know do something whether it's a little bit of mindset or it's something like just kind of dip your toes in because fuck I I, I mean, I started my business only when I was 23 and I'm going on 25 this month. Yeah. And I had so much shit weighing me down. Like when I first started with Holly, I genuinely remember our first conversation of me just being like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this because I just had so much like generational money, trauma, like everything just weighing me down that it wasn't until I really shifted that. And that was the whole of 2022 for me was that yeah. whole yeah. massive like 180 of my life if I hadn't done that there's no way my business still would have survived because I the self-sabotage that I would play out and I would I now catch myself in but I it was so unconscious before yeah. I was unconsciously like my first lot of clients that I got I lost all of them I only had one I went from six to one and I yeah. had no money coming in and that was because of the trauma so yeah. Yeah. And let's just like go, go I, I want to jump into this a little bit um, because I think you and I, we speak as a very similar language um, because of the people that we've worked with and also, you know, the sort of, I guess, personal development work that mm. we've chosen to do. But maybe for people who haven't and, and we use the term trauma. and Yeah, it's a little bit um, triggering, a little bit yeah. heavy. And heavy also, and also, um, maybe misunderstood in, in different situations because I've got people in, in my world, in my life, who have suffered um, and continue to suffer from what I would call um, very significant, unforeseen, mm. large impact trauma. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that is a, a very different thing than when I, and, and I'll speak just for myself here, not for mm. you, but when I when I think about the term trauma and particularly into the the realm of the work that Holly does it's it's more kind of the paper cut piece of like mm. you know the the tiny little things that whether it's society or people around you or school bullying or yeah. whatever it might be have um you know ti- a, a thousand tiny little paper cuts that have compounded over time and 
they're having an impact on the way that you see the world or they're having an impact yeah. on, you know, what you feel or what you desire or what you want to do. And I think um, I totally agree. I think where you were going or where, where you came from, from that piece is like doing that work to shift that and identify that and yeah. recognize that to lift the load so that you can focus on whatever it is yeah. in your life, whether it's a business or whether it's a lifestyle that you desire to, to lead or, or whether it's, you know, a career that you just want to flourish in without it causing you too much stress or keeping you up at night Mm. Um, doing that internal work is just it's just a non-negotiable yeah like let's be honest people do build bills businesses without doing it like that happens oh yeah they they Mm. make squillions and billions in all different walks of life but I think that I would bet my bottom dollar on the fact that they are not living the life that they desire desire. because they haven't gone inward to really understand what it is that's making them tick or blocking them or stopping them from kind of finding that balance and finding that really intentional place yeah and I think as well like in terms of trauma like because I've got friends still in my circle that haven't done any work but I I believe that because I've done the work and they're in my vortex they are also benefiting from that kind of thing like that's just my belief because as I've grown and I've healed a lot of stuff I've noticed that things have started to happen for them in a good way and I'm like oh that's kind of cool but um when I explain trauma to them because they're the same like every time I say you know I've got this that's just come up and that that's just come up and they look at me and they're like what I say the best definition for trauma is when you're a kid and you're in the grocery store, you're in Woolies or you're in Coles with your mum and your mum goes into the next aisle because you were looking at like the chocolate or the lollies or something and you completely didn't notice that she's walked into the next aisle and you turn around and she's not there and you start to panic thinking, oh, my God, she's left me because you're a kid and that's just what you go to straight away is, oh, my God, she's left me in the shops. You go to the next aisle, she's gone to the next one and then you genuinely are like, oh, my God, I'm alone, I've been left that's that just one little thing that's happened of when you read yeah, a child is has literally yeah. caused it could cause it later on in the future and a, a huge abandonment wound yeah and this Sorry. is the thing that, like, so, and and because what that's doing is it's hitting on three of the very key pillars of of life itself yeah. which is love safety and belonging right so yeah. and and again I, this is something that I, I work on with my clients when it comes to career and when it comes to mindset and business is like if something is making you feel terrified and you don't understand why, you know, whether it might be like going live on your Instagram or like posting your face on social media or putting your mm-hmm. prices that you charge up on social media or whatever it might be for the world to see, for your loved ones to see, for everyone to have the opportunity to, dr- to judge you. Like if something is triggering you and and when we say when I say trigger, I mean like you feel like a visceral response, like your chest is heavy or you have yeah. anxiety. For me, it comes through my arms, real weird, but like I feel wow. like up through my arms and into my chest like that's for me like okay something's going on here and I I just say to my clients whenever you feel that like ask yourself three questions is this threatening my ability to be safe is it mm-hmm. threatening my ability to be loved and is it threatening my ability to belong because yeah. for human beings if you want to go back to like 
hunter gatherer days like mm-hmm. love safety and belonging is is survival like yeah. if you don't belong in survival a tribe instincts, yeah yeah if you're not safe if you're not loved as part of the community that you're part of like you're being yeah. fed to the lions and so when you know that you go back to that child example as as a small child who just all of a sudden can't find a parent that they're dependent on it's like i am not safe i am not loved and i don't belong and it's like yeah. that, that that same theme that carries out throughout your life when actually if you were to sit down and have a really logical conversation you know with someone if I lost you in the supermarket you're not going to turn around and be like Anna you don't love me and I don't feel yeah. well that I'm not safe like because because you you formed yeah. the ability to understand that actually that that's not a threat to your yeah. survival and I, and I think I'm sort of waffling a little bit here but my point is that so much of everything whether it's trauma and this is what I mean by the paper cut piece right like it's yeah. not it's not a death it's not you know well not honestly. necessarily yeah it's not necessarily those big if yeah you, the, you know those big traumatic things yeah. yeah yeah but it's something that that felt like it threatened your survival yeah, yeah. at some point in time and yeah. and it's and it's unfortunately still contributing to your yeah. life if you haven't worked through it yeah it contributes to your life. It contributes to your relationships, to your business. Like I know for a fact that, I mean, yeah, because there, there's obviously being in the world that we're in with, you know, doing the work that we've done with Holly, you know, I, we obviously know now quite a few business owners that are doing the healing journey as they're building the business and me just seeing them, but also for myself, like if, if I hadn't have done the level of healing that I had done, like, my business would not be where it is today. So, but it is, you know, I necessarily, I've probably only had really like two or three major traumatic events, like big, big events in my life. But there was a lot of just like little things. And, you know, when people say, oh, I don't have any trauma. I'm, you know, I'm not like everyone has something. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the key part. And it's, you know, it is really important to me because of the people in my world and, you know, my, my mum, I'm not sure if she'll listen to this, but um, <laughs> I'm sure she wouldn't mind me saying she's one of, she is one of those people who's had a lot of loss in her life mm. and a lot of unexpected loss um, that has yeah. been quite tragic. And I really, really like to, um, and she's not the only one, but mm. I really like to still respect that and not take anything away from people who have suffered those, you mm. know, really major, major life disrupting you know, from one minute to the next experiences when I, when I sort of talk about this stuff. And I think, I think, you know, I really look at it in two ways now as well. Certainly when I first started working um, with Holly Loxton, I think we should name this podcast just the Holly Loxton. Loxton. (laughs) I'm not joking. Every single, every single episode I do, I always talk about her and I've told her this now. I'm like, you do realize your name comes up like probably 50 times every single, and I'm like, I'm sorry, but I can't even like hold it back. It just comes out. Oh, I know. I think it's also when it's, you know, if you were interviewing someone who hadn't worked with her, it probably wouldn't come up so much, but when you know the other person kind of gets it, um, you know, that makes sense. But uh, what I was going to say was when I first started working with her, it was very much like there were a lot of things in life that I was unhappy about. And I, I, you know, again, I hadn't had what I would have at the time called any sort of major issues. I'd, I'd grown up in a, a very loving family with, you know, everything I could ever want for and whatever, wherever I wanted to go, wherever I wanted to, you know, whatever I wanted to do was always available to me. So there was a guilt associated with not being just like completely happy and satisfied. And so I think, 
you know, you, you, you sort of, that's often for many people, the catalyst of like, I got to do something. I got to, you know, I can't, yeah. just, I can't just keep ticking along like this. Yeah. And, but I do see it in two realms. And I think that re- there's that realm of like, you know, and I think it's important to differentiate the realm of, of someone who is truly getting, you know, back to survival, like that, that it's really like pulling them out of a, a dark place. And I think there's still obviously like, you know, a huge place for the medical industry and, and mm. I don't really want to go there in, this, in this yeah. <laughs> that side of things. Um, and, and also, you know, deep trauma therapy and, and, and hypnosis and all of the wonderful things that Holly does. And then there's the, the really what I call kind of like the light side as well, which is like growing into your most expansive self. Like, mm. you know, you talk about going on a healing journey and healing some things. And I think a lot of healing happens just purely by coming becoming aware mm. of what was actually causing you to see the world in that way yeah. in the first place. And once you kind of can master that and, and, and have the tools to understand when your nervous system is firing off and, and how to manage that and when to follow yeah. it or when to try and kind of calm it down um, and, and and all of these kind of techniques. And then you can really go into the realm of like, how do I actually become my biggest, most expansive, expansive unapologetic, yeah. like truthful self? And to me, that that's probably where I'm at now. And, and, and I fucking love it. It's yeah. like, yeah. it's like, is this really like what I just keep getting to do for the rest yeah. of my life? Is like discovering exactly. ways that I get to honor myself and become like the, the bigger kind of more authentic, more absolutely unapologetic person that I am going to continue to be yeah yeah and that's oh yeah that's exactly the theme for 2023 especially after the year that we've both had like all of the healing <laughs> that we did I'm like we get to be in this in this world now in 2023 and like have this growth and this expansion because I mean I was the same like I kind of started in the world of um healing I started doing just surface level mindset stuff. So it was very much like being aware of my thoughts and my patterns. And then I went into beliefs and limiting beliefs. And it was a lot of journaling and meditating and that kind of stuff. And then obviously I discovered Holly last year and started doing that deep, 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 deep level stuff. But yeah, I really, I only just started with the surface level stuff, but it is, it's one of the sayings that she always says is that it's like you, um, what is it? It's when you're down on your knees and you're literally looking up at the sky being like, well, fuck, this sucks. This is horrible. Help me. That that's when, you know, you take that leap. So yeah, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter how many times you can say to people, oh, you should really, you know, do some work like it's a healing it's great it's a beautiful journey it's very hard but it's beautiful like it won't be really until people are like on their knees no and and you know I, that, that's a it's a really interesting thing that you bring up there because this is something that I really struggled with um when I first sort of or when I was working with Holly last year was it's very much in my nature to be that really like helpful kind of person. I want to help everyone and I want everyone to be, you know, yeah. living, living their best life and, yes. and seeing, seeing the light that I see, which is, you know, very much why I do what I do and why my business has come to the fruition that it has. However, I remember having this conversation and I, I said to, um, I said to Holly, like, I, I just want to go and shake everyone. You know, I want to shake people in my life. And I want to say like, it doesn't have to be this hard. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't have to suffer on a daily basis. There's, you know, there's things that you can do and there's ways that you can live. And she, she sort of, she was really beautiful. And she said to me, Anna, you know, 
you it's not your right to go and yeah. interrupt this the way that someone is living their life what you get to do is you get to focus on yourself and and make yourself you know as big and beautiful and expansive and and live your most authentic aligned purpose-led connected intentional life if people come to you and yeah. say like hey how did you do it what the hell are you smoking yeah yeah <laughs> that is your permission slip yeah to be like, I did this. Yeah, to share that with them. And and that's very much the ethos that I take in both my business and in my personal life. With my business, I do not hunt clients. Mm. I, I put myself out there. I put my, you know, I open up all sorts of channels. I'm on a podcast today. I'm, mm. You know, I'm on Instagram every day. I'm very open about who I am and what I do. But until people are in my DMs saying, hey, can you tell me a little bit more about private coaching or, yeah. you know, whatever it might be, then that's my permission slip to start mm. talking to them about it. I'm not going to go and try and convince them. Mm. I'm not that it's not my style. And it's the same in my personal world. Like, and, and it's funny because I am, it's happening now, you know, like mm. I have, I just had um, a couple of days down the beach over New Year's with my friend and her beautiful yeah. fiance and we had, um just like this amazing um, fish and chips by watching the sunset and we were having these really kind of open, expansive conversations and and they're starting, you know, they're dabbling in a few things like meditation and slowing down and all of that sort of thing and we had this conversation and, and that really fills me with joy outside of my business in my personal world as well to be able to have these types of conversations yeah. because other people are opening up and inviting them, not because I'm yeah. I'm forcing it upon and and it was hard that took a lot of self-discipline particularly it's really hard it's Mm -hmm. hard and it's hard to um you know to hear people in pain or to hear people struggling with something and and you just have to kind of sit there and and know that it's it's not your moment like right now they're just they just want someone to list to complain to and 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 you can't you know there's there's only so much you can do if people aren't willing to help themselves which is probably the crux of it yeah, well, yeah, I um, I've definitely had a couple of moments with friends, um, over the last like even just a couple of months where, but I what I have noticed is the more work that I do and the brighter that I shine and the you know the bigger that my business grows and the just the better way that I'm living my life, my friends notice and then they're like, oh you know, wow, I really like, I've just noticed you've become this whole different person, especially one of my close friends who has known me since we were babies, you know, and she's literally watched the person that I've grown into. And over the last two years, like when I've started this healing journey, she actually said to me the other day, she was like, oh my God, you know, like, I just, you've like, just completely changed your life. And, and I'm just like, yeah, well, that's healing for you. (laughs) yeah and and that's like you know and and that is exactly what I meant when I said it earlier like how on the expansive side of things like Mm. how amazing is that that like yeah you just you just get to keep making yourself focus on making yourself Mm. a better person investing in you know whether it's courses or coaches or mentors or investing in your own you know health wellness mindset whatever it might be and the more that you do that the more that you nourish your own mind body and soul Mm -hmm. like the more you get to have that effect on others as well and not from a manipulative place of like I'm going to try and change you just a place of like I'm shining my light on me 
And that's attracting you to ask me the question of like, hey, how do I shine that light on me too? Yeah, exactly. Oh, so good. I love it. I I love it so much. And I love as well, like just for me personally, going into this year because of the like last year got very dark (laughs) at some points, but you know, I, I look back and I don't look back at it from a place of like, Oh fuck. Like that was a lot. It was like, that was a lot, but Oh my God, like, look at how far we've come in only, I mean, even for me, I did my biggest healing really was only three months ago. Like that was my, but it felt like three years ago so and it's amazing now like going into 2023 for me I feel so good like I feel so happy my like everything is just kind of falling into place you know even with the business like I'm not I don't feel like I'm working as hard as what I worked last year as well but I seem to be still making the same amount of money so it's like but this is what this is what it gets to be. This is what business gets to be. This is what life gets to be. And yeah, I really, I truly feel like I'm living my life's purpose and yeah, it just feels so good. But I did want to ask you actually, how, how can people really truly tune into their life's purpose? Because I know that was a big thing that I struggled with when I started my business and when Luna Social first started it was very much like um, I'm focusing on Instagram and social media management and that's what I went into and now you know going into 2023 I've really not done a pivot but I have kind of gone I actually want it to be a full service like marketing agency like I want it to be what I actually studied at uni funny enough um because I pushed that away for so long being like oh that sucked I'm not doing that so yeah, it's like now kind of rediscovering that as my life's purpose and being able to, like my whole thing, my big sentence, my mission, if you will say, is to get as many high level, you know, female entrepreneurs to be as rich as humanly possible for 2023. That is my mission through marketing. Uh, Support as many people. I want them all to be millionaires. And then I'll just be in the back being their little cheerleaders. So but yeah, how can people like tune into that? Cause it's a big, it's a big thing. Yeah. So I think you will have heard me say this before. I'll go into a little bit of more of the how in a second, but in all brutal honesty, like living your most purpose led life, it comes from living a very meaningful life, whatever that mm. looks like to you. And I think people um, usually as a result of society place a lot of pressure on something doing that for them whether it's a career or a really successful business it's like well if I have the successful career or if I have the successful business then I have a purpose and 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 it's like no you you get to be your purpose like by living a meaningful life and I'll give you an example of that a meaningful life for me at the moment looks like prioritizing my health and wellness and my boundaries in friendships and relationships. Mm. It looks like having a career that is serving me financially. It's serving me from a developmental perspective. It's serving me 
in the way that I, I wish to work in terms of hours and work-life balance. And it also looks like having a business that is connected to my own creative outlet that means I can be helping others. And that means I essentially also have a limit, limitless uncapped earning potential. Mm. right now that 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 is not one thing I'm not saying like it's my business that that is making my life meaningful or it's my career that's making myself meaningful or it's you know my rig that I've been shredding for six months it's like it's the meaningful life and what that looks like as a package however discovering your purpose and and I really break this down to like everyone unless you were born into a multi-million dollar or billion dollar you know family that are like you're just going to inherit millions and go yeah. and live your best life on a yacht good for you that's not everyone so most of us <laughs> most of us actually need a career or a business or some type of income generating activity that is not only going to help us survive come back to love safety and belonging we want a roof mm. over our head we want food on the table to survive as functioning human beings but also help us to live our desired lifestyle and our most meaningful life so whether that's mm. you know being a parent and putting your kids through good education or traveling or you might have a sport or a hobby or something that you like to invest in you need money coming in so this discovering your purpose piece becomes about actually being connected to the thing that is generating new income and it usually comes down to a career and a business. So if you were to ask me that question of like, how do I discover what the thing is that I'm most connected to, to either in career, if that's the the avenue that I want to go down or business, Mm -hmm. then it comes down to like a couple of things and, and really basic. I literally just did a post about this today, but um, honestly, like whatever lights you up, like, I can have a conversation about this stuff. We could stay on this podcast for seven hours. And that is, to me, is like, this is what you need to be doing, Anna, because you love talking about it and the time flies and it feels good. And I genuinely feel, like, genuinely feel lit up and I get excited and I have the warm, fuzzy feeling inside because I'm like, yeah, this is what I love. And also... I, I really love, and, and I talked about this on your course, Glam, your Gram, a, a little while um, at the end of last year, 2022. Mm. I can give you a cheeky little plug there. If you want to learn how to make yourself shine on Instagram, get into Siobhan's courses. Um, but I did a guest speaker um, session there and we talked about values. And values for me are something that are so incredibly important in connecting to our purpose and connecting to who we are. And for me, I'll give you an example. I have top values of freedom, wealth, well-being, and human connection. And when I was first trying to figure out like, hey, what is it that I could do every day that I would feel connected to? It had to tie into those. It had to allow me to have an element of freedom to be who I who I wanted to be and live the way that I wanted to live and also tie into health and, and wealth and well-being and human connection. And, and and my business ticks all of those boxes for me. Mm-hmm. If if you're just starting out, like I always say, go on Google, Google values and, and have a look and just see what speaks to you, what what values come off the page and start there. Yeah. I could speak about this for hours. I'm not going to go on. I would just the final thing that I, I would say in answer to this very long-winded answer to this question. <laughs> it's okay. Keep going. It's so good. <laughs> is there are going to be people listening to this and people in the world that already fucking know. 
yeah. the thing that they're meant to be doing, but they're yeah. just not doing it. Yeah. And to those people, I you're the ones that I would come and shake on the street. Yes. Because I deal with clients who have no idea mm. and I have to work through that with them, which the is fine. I love that. But, but we're starting blind and we're starting from nowhere. If you are walking around with your purpose, your connected yeah. purpose in your heart and in your mind, yeah. can you please just like for everyone know what, what they want? Just do the freaking thing. <laughs> do the damn thing or like just take one step yeah. towards doing it yes. because like you're already winning. You're just denying yes. yourself the win. Yeah. And if you're too afraid to do the thing, which we've all been there and we all know, like, it's hard, get yourself a mentor like yeah. Anna. Literally, who can support you? Because, like, that, but, yeah, but, like, I get it. Because when I started my business, I knew that I wanted to help women in business. But I was like, what the hell am I going to do? And yeah, like obviously my purpose came through to me during a meditation, but if I didn't know, I would have then outsourced someone because I was like, well, I don't want to work. I was working in childcare at the time. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is not for me. <laughs> Love children, but that was yeah. not for me. <laughs> so Love someone yeah. else to look after them. <laughs> yeah. I'm like one, two, I could do like three kids max, not 25. I'm like, I'm over that. <laughs> See you later. It's too much. <laughs> so yeah. 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 No, I totally, like, totally agree. I think, you know, just on that, um, obviously it's what I do. So I'm always going to promote it, but my mentors and coaches have played the biggest role for me yeah. in, in just supporting me and mirroring back to my, mirroring back my potential, mm. you know, from, from practical things around strategy and offers and, and products and suites, you know, all the way through to pricing and the value that I hold and reflecting yeah. back to me, you know, abilities, mm. yeah, capabilities and skills that, that I can't see for myself because that mm. you know we're, we're designed to see less of ourselves so mm. when you know because it's dangerous to go and over promote yourself you know mm. back in the heyday you get eaten by a lion if you were going yep. out there being loud so so mm -hmm. it, it, it is you know it's so it's slow and it's the hard way to not work with someone who can really reflect back to you what you're not seeing in your potential you know or where the gaps might be and I was gonna yeah. say something but I've had a total mind blank on that on well I um I'll interject <laughs> then and then you, you you keep thinking but I was gonna say that there's yeah that like I've probably this is probably the third time I've said this now but I if I didn't have the kick up the bums that I got from the beautiful Miss Holly Loxton along my business journey there is absolutely no fucking way my business would have survived like it would have crumbled three to six months ago like there's no way and because yeah like she anytime I would like and it would be usually in person as we were filming her content I would say something and she would look at me and because I'm so self-aware I already know that what I've just said has fucked me right in the ass and she will literally <laughs> look at me being like hmm. and I'm like yeah. I already know you don't need to say it so but the difference is yeah. the difference right there is if you were sitting on your couch alone Mm. having that thought you would convince yourself mm. you would convince yourself it's like the classic old like I'm not going to go to the gym tonight because I'm tired and my body mm. feels like it needs a rest whereas like like you say you already know it's already there but when yeah. you have 
a mentor sitting opposite from you just giving you the look like <laughs> just raising your hand. That's all you need. <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, I heard that out loud too. I yeah. won't be doing that. You know, but and I'm gonna walk that back. That accountability piece. And I have remembered what I was gonna say before. Okay, go. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, that the other part you were saying, you know, you interjected me when I was saying, just go and start, which is was a very valid point about it is scary. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of fear that comes up. And I think something really important to point out here, you know, from, I guess, the stage that both you and I are at on our own trajectories of, of being in our businesses and, and being, you know, our most authentic selves online is everyone feels that fear. Like every single person, I can guarantee it, the people that are making millions and the people yeah. that have made their first thousand dollars have mm-hmm. felt the fear and continue to feel the fear that you are feeling right now. Yeah. What they have learnt to master and it is nine times out of 10 in the safety net of having a mentor or a coach in your corner. But what they have learned to master is the ability to expand what their nervous system is capable of holding. And what I mean by that is like, when I first started posting on social media, I remember the first time I spoke on my stories, that was like the scariest thing ever. All of the fear of like, oh my God, what are people going to think? Oh my God, people are going to be like, oh, what is this girl doing? Who does she think she is? You know, all the all the mean girl bitchy internal thoughts came out. Yeah. But once you do it once and you realize like, wow, I didn't die. Yeah. How cool is that? Actually, that's scary. <laughs> then, then that becomes effortless. So it's like, yes. and and you start, and that is, literally an expansion of what your nervous system is capable of holding like one week ago I wasn't capable of speaking on my stories now that's easy for me and what is the next thing that I'm going to go and build on top of that until you're at a point where you just I mean I don't know that it ever ends there's always going to be <laughs> there's always something there's yeah always somewhere to expand but like if you're doing that when you're surrounded by people you know I think that's probably another thing a, a coach or a short-term coach or a long-term mentor fundamental like non-negotiable for me in my business but but also people like you Siobhan like our friendship that's grown and we haven't really Mm -hmm. spoken about this but I was actually a client of yours and we met in a group program and I met you know some really wonderful like my virtual assistant Kayla who's also a friend of yours in in that same group program and and surrounding yourself with like-minded people who are who are facing the same battles and facing the same fears and and challenges that you are facing is so, so important for you to feel like you're supported and you're not alone, but also see what is possible for you. Mm. Yeah, 100%. And I think as well, you know, when, if you are just starting, don't expect to have these huge leaps so like I remembered the first and I was the same as you talking on my stories that was a huge huge thing for me in my business and I used to get so nervous I would honestly I would honestly start having like hot flushes I was like I'm sweating you know I would write out like um a full script of what I was gonna say because obviously when you're posting your stories you can't like have your notes up on your phone so I would hand write my story notes and have them like propped up somewhere so that I could look at them as I was talking but you know that was like a that was a big and it was all those little 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 steps but once you kind of once your nervous system kind of gets used to doing the little steps 
then it starts to actually take those big leaps. And now, you know, the big leaps that both of us are taking, they happen a lot quicker. They're not so like... Once you've built a rock-solid yeah. foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm. So good. I love talking about this stuff. Even though this podcast is like business and, you know, marketing, like I always, I think every single episode I talk about healing because mm. it really like... And I'm sure there's probably people who have decided to opt out of listening to this podcast purely for that. But it's like, for me, I, they're they're the two big things in my life. It's my healing journey and it's my business. Like they, Mm. and they have interlapped. So I can't talk about one without the other because one, like my business wouldn't be here without my healing and my healing wouldn't have occurred if I didn't start my business. So Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's funny and, you know, you talk about expanding your nervous system. Like if I hadn't have built the sort of internal self-awareness and understanding of why I do behave or react or respond in certain ways, you know, to things that are happening at a macro level in the world and also things that are happening in my own personal relationships. Like if I hadn't learnt to understand that and, and learnt to see where that came from, like, how the hell would I have gone out and put myself in front of the realms of, you know, potentially millions of people on social media and then, and then handled myself when I started reacting to some of the things that were, you know, coming into my DMs or, or, you know, being thrown around in the background. It's like, it's like you're dealing with your little world, which is like your genuine real life. And then you're dealing with your big world, which is like, Mm. you know, putting yourself out there and, um, and the, the reactions are the same and your ability to hold yourself through it, it it's it's completely correlated because mm. if, if you can't do it in your real world, mm. you know, how do you expect to do it in, in, in the bigger world? If you genuinely want to show up as your authentic self and attract the kind of people into your business that you really desire to work with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just had the thought as well, um, you know, like when we both started our business, obviously I started mine a little bit before you, but, you know, what, when you went into business, what did you think it was actually going to look like? <laughs> and I know you did a poster just about this because it was like, I remember reading it and I was reading it and I was like, oh my God, that's so true. But yeah, like, what did you actually think it was going to look like? versus what you actually got so I think when I first like got my ABN which if you're not from Australia is like your Australian business number um which is free by the way I paid $150 to have some online robot do mine for me (laughs) oh yeah I could have told you that Anna (laughs) yeah people have said to me like this was you know ages ages ago now but even my uncle who's my accountant he was like that serves you right for not speaking to me before you did it yeah yeah. total sidebar don't pay a robot to get you an abn just go straight straight onto the ato website and do it yourself um yeah some of my friends say to me like you're one of those really smart dumb people sometimes (laughs) thanks no worries right (laughs) doesn't really help me now that i'm funny but anyway Um, anyway, so yeah, when I first got my ABN and I started my Instagram page, um, I thought that just by putting myself online, my client book would fill up. 
I'd be earning the maximum amount of money and the biggest problem I would have would be juggling my hours around work because I do all my client work outside of my nine to five. So um, that that was honestly the focus. I was like, how am I going to fit 12 clients a week in around a nine to five? <laughs> and then, okay, she so dreamed then, big. It's okay. Yeah, like, she it's big. She's a visionary. Yeah, go big or go home. <laughs> and then I think probably... Oh, there's so much I could say for the reality. And I think a lot of it ties into what we've already spoken about, which is, you know, so much of your own healing and personal development work really kind of expresses and comes out through your business. You know, that authenticity of who you are behind the scenes. I truly believe that that is felt through who you choose to put out online. You know, if I'm going to go out online and say all these things about myself that aren't true, humans are very intuitive. Like they, they can pick up on that. So the same thing goes like when I'm, you know, when I'm posting about the way that I lead my life or the habits that I have or the mindset that I encompass or embody, like it is so important to me to be congruently living that behind the scenes. And I think that was probably something that came to light massively for me. And then the the other big one um, was sorry, I'm paused for a long time trying to think about how to word this, was being able to hold yourself through self-doubt and remain consistent in the silence. Mm. So when the DMs aren't popping off or when people aren't interacting with your posts or when you only have 200 followers and you thought you were going to, you know, fill out your books (laughs) to 12 clients a week, like, learning to continue to show up every single day and continue to speak to the clients that you believe are out there and believe that you can connect with and support and and help to really live their expansive life continue to show up for them even before you found them yeah 100% because that consistency it's what it's what builds and it's not even just consistency online. It's well, when you create that consistency online, you're actually developing that consistency within your mind. So then when you actually are, you know, you do have these 12 clients and you're popping off and everything's amazing. You have already developed that level of discipline and consistency that it then carries into everything else. And yeah, that was, that was actually a really big lesson for me going into the new year because like I preach a lot about consistency and showing up and showing up in your authenticity and showing up in my authenticity also means for me that sometimes I don't always show up all the time. So my consistency isn't showing up every single day. And that was another thing. Like when I would teach consistency, I would say to people, that doesn't mean you actually have to physically be on your page seven days a week, but if that feels good for you, then do that. But you know, for me, because I am so busy and, you know, I don't like showing up online when, especially because last year, a lot, like I said, a lot of stuff, we went down, we went down a big um, dark rabbit hole at some points that I really, yeah, (laughs) Alice in Wonderland, it was great, but I did not show up online for a little while purely because it didn't feel good for me to show up in the essence of Luna Social because she is a different entity. Like, yes, she is me, but she is a different entity in herself. It didn't feel good for me to show up online when I was, you know, I had just finished crying. Like, I wasn't going to do that. It didn't feel good. 
But I also think you're, you're touching on a really important point here, which is something that I've noticed, particularly in the coaching and, and online business industry is like meeting yourself where you're at and having the ability to know, not just like on an emotional intelligence perspective of like, you know, who I, who am I? today and and where do I need to be met today but also from a business perspective like you know you and I we're, we're singing from different hymn sheets to a certain extent we have a lot of the same values and the ways that we want to lead our life and the, and the experiences that are important to us but you were in a, a well-established business at the time that I I was building mine last year so you know, for you to be able to take a step back and 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 trust yourself to only show up on the days where you can really bring value to potential new clients and the client book mm. that you already have full versus where I was at in terms of building an, an audience yeah. and engaging and connecting and building in a community and helping them to understand who I was and, and what it is that I could potentially do for them. That, you know, the examples that we lived out are completely different. So for me on the days that I felt really, really crappy, I, I wanted to continue to show up to prove to myself that I could be there for this community that I was building. Yeah. Right? But, but for you, it was, it's like, to a certain extent, I'm not going to say you already had your community built because I think it's ever evolving, but yeah. Like, well, I kind of did to an extent, like I had done that building process. Exactly. You've done yeah. that. And that, and that's like that meeting yourself where you're at. Like if you are a baby beginner in business and you think, you know, you can just start yeah. showing up, you've got 50 followers and you're like, I'm only going to turn up on the days that suit me. It's like yeah. those 50 followers and the 5,000 more that want to come into your world have no fucking clue who you are. So yeah. like, how do you expect them to learn if you're not showing up every day and expressing mm. that to them whereas like you are at a stage where you like you have clients you have a beautiful world of word of mouth thing that's mm. going on I just sent your Instagram to like a friend in Queensland the other day oh. who was saying, do you know anyone that does social media so like and I know you get a lot of your business through word of mouth yeah. and through clients that have worked with you so you, you're sort of operating on a different channel and I think that that's really important as well because I think people can come into business you know whether they're new or not and they can look at what you know three different people are doing and they're doing totally different things and yeah. they're saying and they're saying you know different things or giving different pieces of advice and and I think there's two really important things to dial into here is like one who's the person that you connect with and and who is sort mm. of you know running a business or or coaching or whatever it might be in the way that you you really connect with and two like have your own ability to meet yourself where you're at yeah. Like, I'm not going to look at a multi-million dollar coach and say like, well, I'm just going to start doing what she's doing because mm. she's, she has a completely different strategy. Yes. Yeah. And they've built themselves, you know, they're on a different timeline and yeah. they're on, they're on, you know, they're at a different stage. So it's like, yeah. it's have the ability to meet yourself where you're at. Yeah. And I think as well, the big thing, the big thing that really supported me when I started my business was having some level of discipline as well. And that was really, that was actually really hard for me because I was someone who, when I first started, I was quite a flaky, I had a bit of a flaky personality because of the life that I kind of previously lived that when I went into business, I did, I did the complete opposite of what you just said. I was like, I'm going to show up whenever and there's no consistency and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, why the fuck do I, you know, when I lose all my clients, why can I not gain them back? So 
I really had to, and that was probably, I think that was actually another kick up the bum from Holly was she literally told me, she was like, Siobhan, you need to stop being such a flaky bitch and actually have (laughs) some level of discipline in your business, which I then developed. And I was like, right. And then I was showing up and I was posting and I was, you know, doing other forms of marketing modalities. And I was running some ads here and there and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I built you know, my audience and my audience is always forever growing. So yeah, I am at a stage now where I'm like, when shit hit the fan in 2022, my, and my nervous system was at complete collapse. I didn't have the capacity to show up, but I didn't need, like, I didn't necessarily. Well, you'd build enough of a boat to to float on. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I think think that that's, you know, a a really important thing Mm. for people to understand when they're starting yeah. out. And and I think the other thing that I would say on that is like, if you are juggling like a nine to five or you mm. do have, you know, maybe other priorities, maybe your mom or dad, mm. I, I speak very much in the female side because I, I, I work with women. There are yeah. guys who, who, who go against my Instagram bio and, and, and work with me anyway. But um, I, I, yeah, so getting sidetracked you might you know (laughs) or or have like you know you might be a carer or who knows what the hell is going on in your world and I think that's also where it becomes really important like if you are at a stage where to build a community and to build an audience and to kind of grow to where you want to be it is important for you to show up and it is important for you to have that discipline um to to learn to really love it and become Mm. super obsessed with it so that when you are like you would know I jump on my stories every single day like Mm. if I'm not on my stories for a day then something that you know it's Christmas and I've had champagnes (laughs) but probably even then I'm still on but but I (laughs) (laughs) in the first place for me that was that was challenging like Mm. I I found that really challenging and I was like how am I going to find something to talk about every single day and then but, but I challenged myself to make it something that I loved and make mm-hmm. it something that felt good. And I love storytelling. You can mm-hmm. probably tell that just going on. Yes. I love a little tangent. So I love it. I love storytelling. So mm-hmm. what I decided about going on my stories and going on my Instagram every day was like, this is the time that I get for me to myself in the morning yeah. when I'm having a coffee before I start my work like my job is I get to tell stories and I get to talk about my experiences and I get to share those with others. And if people resonate, then they get to reach out and work with me. And and that became just like this really fun kind of organic thing. So I think that, you know, that's just another thing that I would say is like, please don't listen to us talking here. And I'm saying like, you have to show up every single day. Have Have some discipline. Don't (laughs) don't see that as a chore. Like there's hacks and there's ways around it. And that comes from, I think a place of, you know, I I always say to people, and I think I've written this on my Instagram before, like if, if a girlfriend asked you to meet her for a margarita, like, would you hesitate? It's like, no, because you love to do that. But if your boyfriend said to you like, Oh, would you clean the house? Cause I did it last week. Like, you're going to feel that like, Oh, like, you know, I'm going to procrastinate and (laughs) I'm going to do a hundred things, you know, in front of that. So, so I think I really try to see like turning up on my social media as the, as the same thing, like as making it that the margarita option, like making it, I love doing this and I want to turn it up every day. And I have to say, um, you know, we mentioned before that I was a client of yours and I do just want to jump in here and say, I speak very confidently around what I do on my socials now and what I do on my Instagram. I had no clue. When I, 
and I did coaching with you, I think, for three months. Yeah. Um, four, I think we did an initial we session. We did it. I think we did an extra yeah, one. Yeah. Four mm-hmm. months. And that was just like so incredibly helpful. And I think you really helped me build the basics and the foundations for me to then go and grow and expand and, yeah. and become my own person in my social media. And, you know, we talk about having mentors and, and coaches in your corner, but I'm such a believer. Like if you don't know what you're doing, go and work with someone who does yeah. like, and and figure it out. Because now I don't even think about not knowing how to do social media. It's just like a part yeah. of my Second nature. Yeah. That yeah. makes me so proud as well. Like <laughs> I, I just love, I love seeing that from where you started to now where you are, like it's like a little butterfly, just like <laughs> she came to me, she was in a cocoon and we just got her out into the world mm-hmm. and now you're like flourishing and it just makes me like, I don't know, I just feel very proud to, be here watching you every day and feeling like I played a very small piece in that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so nice. But yeah, I think as well, I did want to touch on um, the whole consistency thing as well. If you are starting a business, keep in mind that our consistency is going to be different to yours. So yeah, like, you know, whether this is, you know, if you're a mum or if you are someone who was like me who started their business and I honestly was not tied to anything, like I don't have kids, I, I don't have any re- really responsibilities, um, you know, your level of consistency will be different. But keeping in mind that when you do show up, you're, it actually it actually has nothing to do with you. Like you're not showing up for you. You're actually showing up for your, you know, 10, 20, 200, 500, 2,000 followers, like keeping, in, like keeping them in the forefront of your mind that it's like, you know, this actually has nothing to do with me. Like yeah. I'm not showing up for me. You're showing up for those people that need your help. They're following you because you have you know, piqued their interest in something, you're offering something to support them. So yeah, when you show up, show up for them, you know, and that almost kind of takes out that level of, oh, fuck, like I don't have like, and that really took a while for to click in my head, like that probably really only clicked for me a couple of months ago. And it's why going into 2023, a big goal of mine is to show up a lot more consistently, because when I do show up, I notice the amount of people that DM me, the amount of people that, you know, comment on my stuff and reach out and say, oh my God, like I've been looking for someone to support me in this. And, and yeah, and it's, it, it, it kind of just reminds me, I'm not doing this for me. Like stop being so like egocentric and like Siobhan, because it actually has nothing to do with you. It's to do with those people that you're supporting. Yeah, and I think that ties in really nicely to, you know, when you asked me before about what did you think business was going to be like versus what it has Mm. been like and the versus what it has been like piece where I said like being able to hold yourself and show up in in the silence, like even when people aren't reaching out or maybe you don't have a client at that time, you know, I think exactly that. That's what I used to think of. Like even if there was just one person in my, you know, however many followers I had at that time which was not many but even if it was just one person that I could help or that I could be helping by showing up today and and talking to them about you know what it is that I do and the way that I see the world it's like it's worth showing up for them Mm -hmm. and it costs you nothing yeah exactly it's free free marketing on social media utilize it (laughs) yeah so good so good 
Well, I I can't think of anything else that I want to speak in chatting for a while. I know. have, <laughs> but good. It's when good. This would happen. It would be like a time warp. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that I just looked at the clock and I was like, I don't have anything else. Do you do you feel complete? Because I feel complete. I feel complete. I think it's right. just. I mean, yeah, it's been a beautiful conversation. Amazing. I hope. Yeah, I really hope that those of you that are listening got something out of it. We talked a lot about a lot of different things. So, yeah. you know, you're probably getting a real deep dive into, but I mean, every, the people that are listening to my podcast know that I kind of go five different million directions. So it's really great to have someone else on the podcast that does the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like there was, yeah, there was a lot of different avenues that we spoke about, but yeah, I really, really hope that you resonated or there was something in here that, yeah, made you kind of feel less alone in the world of business and the world of healing or and whatever please, it is. Please let us know. That is one thing. Yes. Um, it's like I love to hear, you know, when people message me on Instagram, they're like, oh, my gosh, your your content or your posts, like, mm-hmm. really resonate with me. Like, even just please tell us because it's just, yes. you know, not that, not that we need, like, you know, that it's not like we're looking for, some sort of um congratulations but it's more like it's just so nice to hear that you know what you're saying is resonating with people and and I really love to do that when I listen to podcasts or I Mm. you know even see other people's pages I love to reach out and just say hey like what you're doing is amazing and um Mm. and it works for me and if there's more you'd like to hear yeah definitely that's the big one is if you've listened to this and you've got any questions or anything comes up for you, like message myself or message Anna, I will put her um, Instagram username on in the podcast description so you can find her there. But yeah, if anything comes up, please message us because we don't bite. We are very friendly human (laughs) beings. And I, I mean, we both love it when, yeah, when people come into the DMs and they're like, oh, I just listened to your podcast and I've got questions like question away. This is what we're here for, you know? So, yeah, because I know that especially for the world of business and mindset coaching, Anna has a beautiful um, world of knowledge. Like she's definitely supported me with um, a lot of different things. So, yeah, definitely, definitely message her if anything in that realm's come up or if you've got anything marketing related, you know, life related, I'm also here, you know, just slip in and I will support you as best as I can. Love to hear from you. Yes, yes. But... Um, that is all for for now and I will see you all in the next episode.